This is Darker Days Radio doing a small little interview at UK Games Expo. Uh, this is one of your regular hosts, Chris, and I am joined by Dave Brookshaw, legend of Mage the Awakening and of other interesting things to do with Chronicles of Darkness, where you've dipped your toes in and tied together the fun metaphysics. I want... Hello from sunny Birmingham. Yes, sunny. This, it is actually sunny, I imagine. This, and this very noisy gaming hall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm one game off um, Monopoly. Uh, for the Chronicles of Darkness, I am the joint lead in the number of games that I've written for. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. People, um, like, I've normally only got one credit on some of those game lines, but I, I only lack Hunter the Vigil. Hunter the Vigil, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's it, but... Other than that, you can find me everywhere. So, uh, let's see. I still need to actually read Mage the Awakening 2nd Edition, but that's because I want to give it a decent review. Yes. I think I think we've done other reviews. It's been busy in World Arts Berlin, and everything I've, I've been told, you know, I had good things about Chronicles of Darkness. And actually, the fun thing was about Mage the Awakening was presenting our mashup of Mage the Awakening with uh, Mage the Ascension. People liked those ideas in yeah. there. So... It'll be good to know what things we can possibly expect from Mage and Deviant in future. Yeah. Which can also, again, people could possibly borrow for their whatever game they want to run. So, I don't know, what do you want to talk about? We're uh, kind of just chilling out in the press we, room we here. Are. It's just... Uh, <laughs> we, we can sit we, down, we, like, yeah, like the plebs. We're just coming to the same games convention and decided to hang out for a bit. So, um, we did write the... Mage has a translation guide. Yes, you know. we did look at that a but lot. But it's, uh, it's for the last two editions yes. uh, uh, of, uh, of both Awakening and Ascension. So it's for uh, Awakening First Ed and um, Ascension Revised? Yeah, Ascension Revised. Yeah, yeah. it would be. Um, and uh, I did run it. I ran Mage the Ascension quite a lot. Um, it was uh, quite a long time ago now, though. So I think um, I don't have the, the detailed mechanical knowledge of Bates the Ascension that I used to have. Yeah, um, I know that feeling. And in the translation guide, I really uh, relied on um, uh, I really relied on my uh, my co-author Malcolm Shepherd, yeah, who uh, and co-developer who uh, is uh, such an old hand at both games yes because he, he started writing for then White Wolf uh, in Mage the Ascension and then he helped design Mage the Awakening yeah and in fact um, World of Dark Chronicles of Darkness first edition the, yeah, the yeah, World yeah. of Darkness core book he um, uh, and he's still working on Mage the Awakening he's still yeah. got unpublished work and even though he's now got a day job at Green Ronin yeah what's he yeah What's he working on there now? Is it uh, a couple of games? I don't know if it's been announced which games he's in charge yeah. of. But uh, he's um, he's like a, a developer without portfolio. They, huh. they bring him in to develop individual okay. segments. Okay. Um, but he he will he will still be writing for Awakening. Good. Okay. Um, cool. On the side. Um, so uh, yeah, um, the major translation guide. We really relied on him, and um, I don't know that um, Satir Bracato knows anything about Awakening, and um, 
I don't think I know enough about um, the modern incarnation of Ascension to really do that sort of translation guide again. I don't know if it's, it's made it's made twenty a huge departure from revised. I understand there's cool things going on with like the foci and the paradigm. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. uh, that's another entire conversation. So, so with Mage Second Edition Awakening Second Edition out, yeah, what sort of fun things are we expecting? Because I think like like Requiem uh, Second Edition, certain books don't quite need to be redone again because like like the Covenant books, yeah. they are. Let's be honest, the Covenant books are a very dry kind of in in some parts because they're very good textbooks. So they don't need to be done again. So again, I don't imagine the tradition—not tradition, sorry—the the order books yeah. for Mage Awakening need to be rewritten per se because there's great setting material in there. It's more—I could imagine something like Secrets of the Covenant. Is that sort of an idea so, going for? Um, only okay. So the reason that only Requiem has a clan book type books, yeah, yeah, they, those sort of like heavy artifact books, yeah. Uh, which look like in-character works, uh, is because, well, um, uh, Re- Requiem is... Um, Requiem sells enough copies of yeah. books to justify an art project. And, <laughs> um, That's nice to know. So, um, <laughs> nice to know it sells enough for an art budget like that. Yeah, so... Um, uh, we don't really have much interest in redoing... Um, six order books yeah. for Mage. Yeah. Um, especially as for second edition, we'd have to make it seven because of the Tremir as well. So <laughs> um, we don't really want to do those again. Um, besides which, the um, the social structures uh, and the setups of the orders in second edition are pretty much exactly the same as they were in their books. Yeah. Not as they were in in Awakening's first edition core book, but as they were then in their books. Yes. So the Mysterium's write-up in the new core book, it talks about things that were introduced for the Mysterium yeah. hardback. Yeah. And that's that's I think that's good because it's quite clear that both with like like with Requiem, the I guess the same thing can be said. I, I, like I said, I still need to, read, to review it for the podcast. But the the nice thing about the second edition books is they're a distillation of all the ideas. Over the ten years that that made, yeah, because so, it had room to develop, and it very much so. And uh, Mage, by the end of its first edition, was it had had a bit of um, uh, its concepts had evolved on from uh, its original core book and consolidating um, the first edition run. Yeah, um, some first edition books um, are. Uh, the, so um, some of the things that we did to Mage's metaphysics and the way that the the casting, but uh, the order books certainly the uh, the the six order books they're they're fine, and um, so Secrets of the Covenants came out for Vampire and we do have a not the next book to be released for Awakening but the book after that is going to be called Tome of the Pentacle. Okay. Um, and I think people were expecting it to be like Secrets of the Covenants, where it's got one chapter per order. Covenants has like one chapter per covenant, and uh, it has a uh, in-character section and then an out-of-character section. 
mechanics of Super Mario One. Tome of the Pentacle is um, uh, about the Pentacle, um, not about uh, the individual orders. So it's about how um, mages uh, do uh, international travel and like interconciliar. Oh, okay, right. Uh, interconciliar politics and yeah. complications and things. And uh, it has a big history chapter in it. The closest book that White Wolf or Onyx Path or New White Wolf have done to it is The Old Guide to the Traditions. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, it's like that rather than being like um, Secrets of the Covenants. Hmm. That sounds good. Yeah. And then we have another uh, approved but unannounced uh, book for Awakening, and then we've got a bunch of ideas. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and um, then. Uh, and I, I don't know what's going to be announced at Gen Con um, this year. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it, it's always a. Uh, in previous years, I've found out when I go to Gen Con what's been announced. And, yes. Uh, like one of the first things I do upon turning up at Jenko is to ask Rose what we're announcing, so I know what we can talk about. <laughs> but uh, hmm. yeah, um, so yeah, over the course of this, if you ask me anything, but uh, there may be a pause as I try to uh, think <laughs> about whether or not anyone said anything about that out, like yeah. out in the open. Is that that's still you know we'll know when it happens. Deviant is um, very very nearly to send to White Wolf uh, to New White Wolf in Sweden to have the outline approved for it, and then we'll hire writers. Cool. Okay. So, um, so uh, I had an outline which went off to um, Onyx Paths uh, permanent employees like uh, Rich Thomas and yeah. Rose Bailey. Um, and a couple of other interested parties, like some of my fellow developers. Uh, I think Eddie Webb saw it, because Eddie Webb's design ideas are always good. Um, and uh, I got notes back from that, and um, now I'm, I'm doing that. And, uh, I'm uh, uh, changing that outline to reflect those, send it back off to them again. If they like it, they'll send it to White Wolf. If White Wolf like it, then we'll actually hire people and... Um, start talking about it yeah because like, this, this is the idea of people that have I mean from what I know from what I've read yeah. is people having been taken and somehow changed by experiment but it's not it so in that respect it has that kind of similar to kind of like changing the loss where you're stolen but it's more the people doing it are like scientists it, I get the feeling it's more that Cronenberg kind of body horror yeah. and x files kind of conspiracies making alien hybrids or whatever. So Deviant is about um, the Cronenbergian metaphor of isolation, of mutation as a metaphor for isolation. Um, it's about people who have slipped, that they have um, stumbled slightly and slipped off being human um, and how uh, that, and that causes them to uh, both um, degenerate and to um, 
define themselves men, uh, spiritually and mentally by their relationships to other people. So, um, uh, Deviants, uh, so the Remade, which is what Deviants are, they can't, um, uh, they can't um, go hide out in the woods uh, by themselves and not talk to anybody because uh, if they do, they'll mutate further. Oh, uh, until okay. They, uh, until they eventually die, um, they have to define themselves by a relationship right. to other, by relationships to other people. So, uh, in game mechanic terms, it's like um, the anchors that you get from humanity in Requiem. Yeah, Edition. I get it. Yeah, it's just those anchors heal your oh, uh, cool. your uh, further mutating. So it's almost, in some respects, then also it has some parallels with. Uh with the ideas that are in like Promethean kind of like because you're yeah you want to you want to you want to some of the milestones of Promethean you're going to yeah. obviously only achieve if you interact with humans but at the same time you've got your disquiet which is going to cause issues so um, Deviant is Deviant has the sort of body horror um, pseudoscience leadings uh, that Prometheus does, but the characters did start off as human and yeah. then lost it, yeah, rather yeah. than the other way around. Um, it's sort of like Changeling, only it's not an abuse metaphor. Yeah. Um, you don't, and I, I, uh, I will say this about it. Um, so, um, because a lot of people compared it to uh, to Changeling, like yeah. concept-wise. So, changing all Changelings were kidnapped. By yeah. the um, uh, by, the gentry taken to Arcadia, and then they, they changed and have fought their way back through the head. Um, deviants are people who have been nudged, people who have um, who are no longer entirely human uh, because of the action of uh, other hu- because of the actions of humans, sometimes themselves, sometimes other people. Um, and uh, they don't have another big thing behind it, so um, uh, they they don't have like um, uh, they don't have the beast that vampires do, and um, uh, they don't awaken to a, a watchtower like mages do. So they uh, it's like they they've stopped being normal, and then they don't have anything to stabilize. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, that makes their, sense. Their, their changes. So uh, a deviant is everybody from. Um, a archaeologist who dug up the wrong tomb and now has a um, uh, and now has uh, some kind of uh, ancient stone totem embedded in their chest. Oh, cool! Um, okay. To someone that just happened to be standing in the wrong place. To uh, children born with the Innsmouth look. Right. Oh well, you could. I could clearly <laughs> see yeah. a really good source of inspiration for uh, Deviant could be watch every episodes of I think seasons one to four of. Smallville and find how many times does kryptonite screw with someone's biology. So one of the things <laughs> that, uh, one of the the massive list of inspirational media um, uh, uh, one of the ones that made Rose Bailey go, oh yeah, I remember that show, I totally right. remember, was Roswell. Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> it was around the same time period, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so Deviant does all that kind of uh, pretty much every David Cronenberg movie. Um, it, so it, it takes in things like um, uh, the Greek poet Ophid, mm. so like the Metamorphosis. Um, 
uh, pretty much every David Cronenberg movie. An awful lot of Japanese horror. Yeah, um, Tetsuro, uh, Body Hammer, kind yeah. of stuff, yeah. Um, pretty much every single low-powered supernatural being versus the conspiracy yep. TV show, of which there are legion. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there is a few. There was one that was called, was it like Prey or something where it was to do with some guy that was evolving in some weird way? Yeah. Uh, obviously, I guess a lot of um, Fringe Fringe, very definitely fringe, like to the point that you can see where characters are in deviant splats. Yeah. Um, and fringe has the sort of the, um, I think I used the word gooey for it. Um, fringe has the sort of like gooey bio horror. Yeah, okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the people in fringe that have their skin turned transparent. And yeah, 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 yeah. And things. It's, um, uh, but also uh, everything like Orphan Black yeah, uh, and Sense8 which I found out was cancelled yes. yesterday and I'm currently uh, like, about it uh, so yeah uh, Orphan Black Sense8 um, the 90s things like Roswell and Beauty and Ron Perl oh and uh, Millennium and, and so forth yeah. yeah yeah, all that kind of thing they're it's, all it's quite interesting going for this because I think you have seen a Deviant story I think I think the exciting thing about Deviant is, and I was always wondering, like, I think it was always a question, how could you get that more sci-fi element into World of Darkness? And I think class, one World of Darkness, where it went to with things, it could seem hokey, but I think we've had in more recent years such, like, media and ideas that... And also, I think the way that Chronicles of Darkness is set up is it's, it's less kind of gonzo insane in some ways. Yeah. The, real, uh, the, the dark reflection of the world isn't really 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 dark it's still so I think that kind of science got a little off kilter hmm. is fun for me speaking as as an actual working scientist is really fun and I think it also fits in quite well with where I feel like the god machine comes in with things because that's yeah. again like you, know, you crack the atom or you do some ridiculous experiment and you are past that point where you're not too sure is this still science so Deviant um, the, the last big like in inspirational media tranche of Deviant is that Deviant covers the remaining gothic horror things. So the Invisible yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, uh, Hyde and Jekyll. Yeah. And um, Dr. Moreau. Yes. I think so. Um, yeah. Um, you And uh, the game is agnostic on what caused um, uh, what exactly caused a Deviant to change. Um uh, it's more interested in um, uh, so the um, uh, the game Splat and I must prove this is in that this has not been approved by White Wolf yet but the games <laughs> uh, the game Splats are uh, the character's origin which is how they came to be changed yeah sure and then their um, their clade which is what sort of thing the broad sort of thing they are so a clade is like a psychic, or a um, uh, a, uh, a a cyborg thing, like part machine, yeah, or a body shifter like tombs or something yeah. like that. Uh, but the origins are things like um, the tablet. Uh, I, uh, the... Uh, the origins are things like born, yeah. accidental. Okay. Um, oh, so in that way, it's a bit <laughs> like Geist and how you how in what way you died. Okay. Yeah, that's um, nice. But what actually happened to you? Um, the, uh, the the game is leaving freeform. Oh, much, wow. Cool. Okay. Um, 
so um, uh, and it doesn't pin down onto a splat uh, because there's there's simply too much variety in the stories. Yeah. So it's like a, a born deviant could be the result of a mad science cloning experiment, a la Orphan Black, or they could be like the Innsmouth children. Yeah, yeah. Or um, something like um, the characters from uh, Dark Angel. Yes, or, yeah. Or, or even um, some of the characters in Akira yeah. uh, would, would be bought. Uh, so, yeah, um, we're really trying to take the, rather than pin it down into five different types, we're really trying to go for the, the wide variety of different transformations that you can, uh, that you can have. I think because it doesn't have really an equivalent in in one world of darkness. I mean, the nearest thing you can get to is whenever Freak the technology. Well, Freak Legion, yeah, or whenever the technocracy screwed with people in some way. And um, uh, in Deviant, the person who is responsible for your change, um, who is normally one of your, um, if that's one of your touchstones. Um, that you define yourself by, yeah, there's a merit for it because it's more powerful. Oh, okay. Uh, they're, they're called your progenitor. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah. Um, in one world of darkness, I'd say it's like um, a cross between certain um, certain technocracy games. Certainly, I was running what I was running chronicles that I would run with Deviant now using mage uh, playing yeah. technocrats yeah, yeah, yeah. like playing people who were cloning the experiments from but the it, it kind of strips out the it's all actually just a form of magic it actually makes it far more yeah. weird and Freak Legion yes the, uh, I've played Freak Legion for although, a one shot it was quite um, uh, ridiculous and funny but although sav- savage genitalia yes will I, I, I will I, I, I freely admit I may have built a character to use that that was ridiculous but that was just a very one-shot drunk night, just like, we're never going to play it normally. Like, yeah. who's going to play this seriously? Um, but only to the extent as, like, uh, Beast the Primordial is like the bygone Beast Jury. Yes. Uh, yes. Which was an old uh, one yeah. of the darkness game yeah. about playing like dragons and bastards. So, actually, so that means also Deviant, in some respects, helps support certain cryptid types, maybe. Yeah, certain cryptid types. One of the things that, um, so I wanted to have, um, because Mage has, Mage covers uh, cryptids that look like cryptids. Yeah. Um, so uh, Mage covers things like uh, Sasquatches and uh, rumor holes and um, UFOs and yeah. that kind of thing. Awake, Mage the Awakening. Yeah. Um, Demon the Descent covers. Um, cryptids that uh, don't look like biological things but are more uh, urban legendy so Deviant so so Demon has things like Mo- you can see Mothman yeah. fitting into, um, into yeah. Demon and, uh, and like I, in I that- think I think Demon has uh, reptoids in it doesn't it uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it I does. So. Uh, people who are secretly reptilian monsters under their human skins and things. <laughs> um, yeah, deviant will cover uh, animal deviants, but it's not like um, it's not like a chup- chupac. I can never pronounce a goat. So Chupacabra. Yeah, uh, it's more like the animals in We Three. Okay. 
not heard of that. Uh, we Three is a comic book about um, three. Uh, it's basically the legendary, um, the um, the amazing journey, like a, a cat, a dog, and a rabbit. Oh, okay. That, going on, that have escaped from a lab and are going on a journey. Only they've got cybernetic weapons built into them. Right. So, uh, um, um, to take an example of a very, very bad movie, a really bad movie, uh, Deviant will have things for um, the Gamma dogs from um, the, uh, from the Edic Banner yeah. Hulk movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now it's, I, think, I think it's exciting because, like I said, like we did the panel of how you can re-inject some horror well mystery and weirdness into world darkness oh, yeah. using chronicles of darkness like people surprise when we go oh let's play werewolf the apocalypse but let's turn the 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 weaver into the god machine and now you've got machine angels and the look on people's faces like what we've never even heard of this game it's like yeah i know and it's i can see the same thing being done with deviant it's like oh it's a, it's a clone it's clearly the technocracy it's like uh-uh this yeah. this is something weirder uh, than that it's really done some mad and, biologist and doesn't and may not even conform to awakened magic or or yeah. the spheres and is actually something weirder weirder still so weirder. i think that's that's quite exciting in the same way again like promethean was very is a very chronicles of darkness thing that doesn't have an equivalent as such so there's definitely some fun to be there i i think you know, personally it sounds like the type of thing that I'm quite excited to see. I think it also itches the scratch where people go, oh, let's play X-Men type things in World of Darkness. Yeah, you could do that, Deegan. So, um, uh, one of the main things about Deegan for me is that um, is the other side of it. It's not just playing the um, playing the weird um, one-off supernaturals. It's playing the weird one-off supernaturals against the conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, the remade are uh, so werewolves um, explode with anger and kill everything around them. Uh, vampires um, uh, pretend to be human until they lose it, until yeah. they freak out and lose it temporarily. Um, deviants are just pissed off constantly. Uh, deviants don't have like a rage mechanic like werewolf or vampire. Uh, they're they're just always angry. Um, so. Um, you define uh, as a deviant character. You you stay alive by um, interacting with the people who you are uh, connected to. Yeah, and um, those connections can be positive or negative. So um, uh, your um, the meta game of deviant is that you, um, whereas in vampire you have the people who you are um, uh, the people who are still tying you to humanity who you are touchstones. Uh, in Deviant, your touchstones are your shit list. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's, uh... Excellent. Yeah. No, I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope White Wolf do the approval or whatever and they like it and, uh, yeah, we just got to watch this. Hopefully what, we'll, see, yeah. see what happens. I mean, can't really say anything else than that. I mean, like I say, World Advanced Berlin, learn stuff, can't say Jack. It's, it's, um, I know the feeling now. I know the feeling. Well, no, I knew the feeling working for Fate on Noble Armada. It's like, I really want to say what we're doing in my game, and I can't. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. I don't think there's much more to talk about. What, what, what's been your highlight so far walking around UK Gamers Expo? Walking around it. Um, I've played a couple of games. There's a really awesome AR uh, 
um, augmented reality board game uh, by a bunch of Italian guys where it's a co-op board game uh, where you play the crew of a submarine and it's got a, it's an app driven one okay um, it's called U-Boat it's not yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, and the app shows what you can see out of your U-Boat's periscope oh and, okay um, huh. uh, and uh, the, the person playing the captain issues their orders the person playing the navigator then inputs them and, uh, uh, and they might not input them properly. And, um, so it's a board game kind of version app, of Starship Simulator. Yeah, and the app um, then actually runs all the game mechanics and tells you what you can detect and such, and you'll probably die. Shit. Um, and that looked really awesome. They're going to be kickstarting it in October or something, and I think my gaming group are quite interested in it. Um, uh, I thought I was out for years, but uh, I actually like what I'm hearing about 40k uh yeah let's be honest they are some <laughs> sexy models they're freaking huge those new marines the playground is also quite a lot bigger it's more the rules for me because i'm an old school tyranid uh yeah i i i started out in second edition with tyranids uh i may or may not have once spent my entire paycheck from a white wolf book on a tyranid bio titan wow <laughs> Back, okay um, uh several years ago but nice um, but yeah, so uh, they're always good. Oh, yeah, because they're, bring, they're bringing about um, save, save and throw modifiers. Uh, they haven't brought back to hit modifiers. Are they Variable move rates. Yes, I think that's the big one. I mean, I, I've been enjoying playing some Shadow War, so with Jeans to the Cult. So that's hilarious. Where you go, yeah. I'm going to bring my Jeans to the fight, and everyone just cries. And then someone brings the Terminator to the fight, and then I cry because it's like, I've got auto guns. What am I going to do against him? I always hit a Hawk War Games um, stand because uh, I'm a big drop fleet yeah. drop zone player. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm just wandering around seeing uh, role-playing games. I was interested to see Cubicle 7 have got the license for Wolfrock. Yes, I need to go talk to them about this. Um, yeah, they're right at the back of the hall. What, in the other corner? Yeah. Okay, right, now I know where they are. Um, <laughs> and uh, what was the other thing? I quickly said hi to Mike Mason uh, from Kessium. Uh Seems like people are now more aware of, well, given that we deal with horror stuff, but like hopefully we can talk about some other games to ins- in the idea that they can inspire you for your Chronicles of Darkness, because, I mean, Cthulhu's always a good fit for weirdness somewhere, whether it's an abyssal intrusion or it's uh, uh, the god machine doing something stupid. Um, cool. I think that's about it. So, uh, yeah. thank you for chatting no, in a very no, casual no. way about very stuff. Hopefully, we can. Well, hopefully, we can follow this up when the, something gets okayed and yeah. the wheels can turn and thing and the 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 rumor mill can become more of a. Uh, this is what the Kickstarter will hopefully be, and things like that. Um, uh, I yeah. don't know what um, I, you know. Um, I, I've suggested some Kickstarter stretch goals, yeah. Um, but uh, who knows, like what will happen between here and now? Yeah. Like, uh, because I've, I've never. Um, this would be the first game that I've developed that would be started so i i'm oh, just yeah. i'm just tr- trusting rich to do it yes um i, I he I, has 
plenty of experience now. Uh, I'm like the dog in the meme. <laughs> no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note I think that's a good end to the uh, yeah. to this uh, thing so thank you for listening guys thank and you bye, bye.